0: five four three two one i'm john Miglosh for the wdma we're getting back to talking mail today and i think you'll really like it so hang on here we go but before we get there we're going to talk about some stupid laws and And so here we go for that mind turning that down you know i pulled you over Got animals right in the back unbuckled, buddy. Consider this a warning. Drive safe. Animals unbuckled in the back. Now look so at how I'm that sure. beaver drives. How illegal help with traffic violations is not. You got it. Here's the Sasquatch having a party. Do you guys mind not doing a rap battle? Don't tell us how to live our lives. It's 3 a.m. A, a rap m. battle. Oh. It's illegal to stupid. harass a Sasquatch. Having legal help with noisy neighbors is not. Okay, so there so There you go. Let's get to the news here. This is important news for you, those of you who need legal help. Some laws are stupid. Legal Shield helps uh in stoneville north carolina it's illegal to advertise in a cemetery and i think that's probably a pretty sound law it seems to me but you know presumably it's because someone was advertising in a cemetery that's kind of how these things get started okay so it may not be so stupid um one of the interesting things they're going to be doing is they're doing a branded route from the ways satellite navigation service and the way that works is is that it's on I-95, and uh, if you live near I-95, I guess you're going to be offered it. And then if you stray into other states from where you're from, they will explain to you that th- – important, important things. They'll explain to you that in Maryland it's illegal to curse, and in Pennsylvania it's illegal to sing in the street. Okay, so that was kind of cool, and obviously you saw the Sasquatch in Washington State. It's illegal to harass a Sasquatch. I'm not sure, you know, if you have an, if the Sasquatch is having a rap battle at three in the morning, you know, then you can get help with noisy neighbors. Although, you know, personally I think if you resort to legal remedies for your noisy neighbors, that may have some repercussions, right? And oftentimes, they can't be evicted these days and all kinds of trouble. Okay, I noticed that Elon Musk suggests independents vote Republican for control of Congress. And I thought his reasoning was pretty sound. You could apply it to, you know, you could have applied it equally to the last midterm, which it seems people sort of did. Um, Kathy Griffin you know, changed her name on Twitter to Elon Musk and said to vote Democrat, and he didn't think that was appropriate. Um, some called it a joke, but he didn't see any parody in it. And so he came out and said uh, to independent-minded voters, shared power curbs the worst excess of the bo- of both. It says bother, but <laughs> both parties. Therefore, I recommended voting for a Republican Congress, given the presidency is a dem- is Democrat. You know, and he caused a lot of pushback, one Twitter user pointed to a tweet from Musk in April where he said Twitter should be politically neutral, which effectively means upsetting the far right and the far left equally. And I think he's probably going to get there, <laughs> you know, but the fact is that almost everything he's done has, uh, has upset the far left because that was kind of all who was left on Twitter. <laughs> and uh so you know he'll get around to offending the the far right he has plenty of things you know let's put a chip in your brain uh the far right might not go for that so you know but it's nice to see uh it's nice to see twitter bouncing the other way for a little while okay modern postcard announced a an event and an uh an accessible webinar that explains how to blend email and direct mail to drive holiday sales now my guess is that they're going to favor postcards because it's modern postcard who's sponsoring it but um the one hour webinar focuses on specific tips and ideas to help marketers use email and direct mail more effectively i'm going to watch it you can too i'm just trying to make you aware of these things and uh, it says that it's going to give you all kinds of ideas. And uh, too often on these, you know, it is a checklist of ideas, but it isn't, it, but the presenters aren't necessarily people who've been actually running the campaigns uh, over and over and over and over. So we're going to go over to this excellent article by Craig Huey um, Four powerful direct mail lift note tactics. Now, you may not even know what a lift note is, I don't see them in mailers. Almost ever anymore. Like, let's see. No, I don't have any. I don't have any unopened. Sometimes I keep unopened mailers here just for the fun of it. Um, but I haven't seen a lift note lately. And the idea is a little bitty note. Um, he gives the dimensions seven by by four or something like that. Direct mail is experiencing a reinstallation. That's a funny word. Could be a resurrection, but it never really died. Uh, some of the secrets to boosting response have been lost. Okay, for example, many direct mail envelope mailings today are missing a critical element that increases leads and sales. That's the lift note. Um, as the name implies, it's a perfect way to lift your response, even in an age of stagflation. Many saw so- this is a part I wanted to highlight. Many so-called direct mail experts or ad agencies don't use it anymore. But they should, because a direct mail envelope package needs a little extra oomph to convince skeptical prospects and drive them to call, text, mail, order, inquire, or drive them to the landing page. So if our clients do an envelope mailing, we always create a lift note. And the great part about the lift note is it's very, very, very easy to do a holdout test. And so if you're thinking, well, what could I possibly test in my control that's been doing so well for decades? Well, you can put a lift note in and leave it out of some. It's very, very easy. Okay, so the controls would say, okay, we'll leave, lift it out. You could even do a multiversion test where you have, um, Craig's going to give us four different types of lift notes. And so you could do one blank one and maybe three Uh, Different kinds of lift notes. So if you're mailing a couple of hundred thousand pieces, you know, you just divvy it up, 25% each. Or something I learned later in my career, if you have one that you really like and you think it's going to win, there's no rule that says you can't mail more of the one you really like. It'll make your CFO happy if you're right because it'll improve profits. Uh, Okay, so a lift note is, is typically a small piece of folded paper, With specific short sales copy, it's usually 7 by 10. And by that means that's unfolded, okay? So then you fold it in half, and then it's 7 by 5, right? Because the side dimensions all change, but the long dimension cuts cut in half. Okay, to be effective, it should highlight an issue in a different way than the sales letter in a quick, succinct way, okay? And so he's going to actually give us some explanations. And it may pop the lift 5 to 25% or even more, okay? So one, counter an objection, okay? Put yourself in the shoes of the prospect and imagine what the main objection could be to your offer. Then design a lift note that counters that objection, okay? So he gives an example. I like this when he gives examples. He says, you know, in a, in a MasterCard offer, some people believe that owning more than one Visa or more than one MasterCard may hurt their credit. And in fact, it can. <laughs> I once got my credit questioned because i had like five or six credit cards uh when i went to sears they gave me a two liter bottle of coke for signing up radio shack gave me this these nifty headphones best buy gave me uh no i think it was radio shack gave me the big flashlight uh and best buy gave me headphones and so it was very very uh compelling when i was in the store i think i got a t-shirt someplace else and when i I think it was my original first home mortgage. You know, when the when the cards came, I cut them in half. Never used them. Never had a balance on them. But uh, it turned out that, you know, they said, "Well, you have all this extra credit line." <laughs> so it can if you have more credit line than you really should. Um, but they put a lift note in there that explained that it's perfectly okay to own two MasterCards or two Visas. So in it on it in its in itself, it doesn't. And they explained that. They probably didn't put the other side in. So the package with the lift note beat the package without the lift note by 17%. And you say, well, that doesn't sound like much. But MasterCard might, they might mail 40, 50 million of those. Okay. That could be real, real money. Okay. Address a different theme than your sales letter. I like this one also. It's kind of the same as one. Good sales letters have only one theme. So back to the credit card example. Uh... The main theme might be that we have low interest. If you pay it off on time, it doesn't matter. So I've never worried about interest. But I do look at the generous reward program. And so the lift letter, you know, I might ignore the low interest rate because, as I said, I don't pay the interest. I pay it off. Um, But generous rewards program, I'm into that. You know, I just got the United, United mileage thing you know say sent me this little catalog it's very stiff one of the things i always recommend to clients if they're if they want to go with a little catalog then get up to the maximum weight right put it on heavier paper because it feels much more substantial and that feel is the unique part of mail that you don't get in digital okay and so then i had a lovely time looking through stuff that i don't need and don't probably want but still Lots of fun, lots of fun. I can I could afford anything in this catalog with my miles because I got a lot of, about 150,000 miles or something sitting there. So maybe I'll get something, maybe I won't. In fact, one of the best things I ever got was they had a puffy jacket in, in one of these and I bought the Toomey puffy jacket and I was wearing it today. So there you go. So you see how you can play a little and rather than emphasizing both in the sales letter, Keep the sales that are focused on one. The lift note can add the other one. This is another great one. Let someone else do the talking. Okay, and then he shows, he's got it folded over. On the outside, it says, why Oz Guinness says you must see this astonishing piece of theater. If you know who C.S. Lewis is, this is for a C.S. Lewis play, you probably know who Oz Guinness is. I did right away. Plus, it sounds a little like, you know, a good dark beer. Um And then have someone different from the main letter sign it. Okay, so this is coming from Oz Guinness. There he is. Dear friend, don't miss this C.S. Lewis on stage. Astonishing bit of theater. Uh, Award-winning actor Max McLean plays C.S. Lewis on stage. And it's signed by Oz Guinness. There you go. He's an author, yeah. And so, anyway. And here's the response to order tickets. And a link and... No QR code, (laughs) Craig. No QR code. So it's, you know, remember one of the key distinctives of direct mail we know it gets delivered, right? We know it gets to a decision maker. It calls for a decision, either throw it in the trash or read it, and then another decision, buy or not buy. It forces decisions. In a way that no other mass media does, because it's scalable, right? And because of that, we can add a little extra. And as Steve Lett pointed out in his article, well, he didn't do the math, but he kind of he, he kind of got there. The the square inches in a in a in an enveloped mailing piece. Are so much more, that, and the and so therefore the cost per square inch of information is so much less than a postcard. That you know, if you get all hyped up about mail from the modern postcard webinar, then you might consider also testing some other form. You know, my daughter was working at a big association, and I asked her if she ever. She said she was going to do a postcard, and it was business to business. And it was in South America. And I said, did you ever test, you know, a regular envelope? And she said, no, we always do postcards. I said, you might want to test it. She got four times the response. 400% improvement by putting it in an envelope. Because in South America, they don't feel the same about their postal service necessarily. They want things to look confidential. They want it to not be open when they get it. (laughs) They don't want everybody to see what what they're being offered. And so... Uh, just phenomenally better. And those are the kinds of things you can test. And you get a lot more real estate with the direct mail. I'm not saying postcards can't work. They're a good place to start. They're good for retargeting, all those things. But in the long run, more sustainable is probably the envelope. And best yet, in terms of cost per square inch, is the catalog. Have a great day. Like and share. Share. Sometimes I get shares. I should say that share thing at the beginning of the thing. Share. And your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.